Good morning. Let's pray. Dear Father in heaven, thank you for waking us up on another beautiful morning. Please come and join us as we read your word and help us to learn something. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, where am I? Accept only pure manly traits. Let, let a young woman accept as a life companion only one who possesses pure manly traits of character. One who is diligent, aspiring, and honest. One who loves and fears God. Shun th- those who are irrelevant. Shun one who is a lover of idleness. Irreverent. Irreverent. Why didn't you correct me earlier? I read it like three times. <laughs> Sorry. Shun the one who is a scoffer of hollowed things. Avoid the society of one who uses profane language or is addicted to the use of even one glass of liquor. Listen not to the proposals of a man who has no realization of his responsibility to God. The pure truth which sanctifies the soul will give you courage to cut yourself loose from the most pleasing acquaintance who you know does not love and fear God and knows nothing of the principles of the true righteousness. We may always bear with a friend's infirmities and with his ignorance, but never with his vices. Easier to make a mistake than to correct it. Marriages that are impulsive and selfishly planned generally do not result well, but often turn out miserable failures. Both parties find themselves deceived, and gladly would they undo that which they did under an infatuation. It is easier, far easier, to make a mistake in this matter than to correct the error after it is made. Better to break unwise engagements. Even if an engagement has been entered into without a full understanding of the character of the one with whom you intend to unite, do not think that the engagement makes it a positive necessity for you to take upon yourself the marriage vow and link yourself for life to one whom you cannot love and respect. Be very careful how you enter into conditional engagements, but better, far better, Break the engagement before marriage, then separate afterwards, as many do. You may say, but I have given my promise, and shall I now retract it? I answer, if you have made a promise contrary to the scriptures, by all means retract it without delay, and in humility before God, repent of the infatuation that led you to make such a rash pledge. Far better take back such a promise in the fear of God than to keep it, and thereby dishonor your maker. Let every step towards a marriage alliance be characterized by modesty, simplicity, and sincerity, and an earnest purpose to please and honor God. Marriage affects the afterlife, both in this world and in the world to come. A sincere Christian will make no plans that God cannot approve. So this makes me think of... um, Better to break unwise engagements. One thing that I'm not ashamed of is I was once engaged years ago. And I wasn't 
100% sure about it. And I remember I had asked God, is this where I need to be? Please give me a sign that this is right or that this is wrong. And then, like in hindsight, I see it now, but I lost my favorite necklace that he had given me. Please, God, give me a sign. Is this right? Is this wrong? And one of the diamonds fell out of the engagement ring. Get it fixed? Please, God, give me a sign. What am I doing? Is this wrong? And I lost another diamond in my ring. And it got to the point where something really bad had to happen for me to finally see that this was not where God wanted me to be. And um, what was that thing? Hold on, I have to go back. (laughs) You may say, but I have given my promise, and shall I now retract it? Yes. Yes, retract it if if God does not want you there. (laughs) Right. He did not approve of it. (laughs) It says Ellen White's answer to the question is, if if you have made a promise contrary to the scriptures, Mm -hmm. by all means retract it without delay. And in humility before God, repent of the infatuation that led you that way. You know, and it's it's interesting that um, you know it. It seems like everything, every section, and every paragraph, and every sentence. It seems like is keeps turning back. Like I was telling you earlier when we were talking about mm-hmm. the whole thing, that the whole thing that since we've been reading it, it we've been reading Adventist Home has been going around in my head. This whole thing of the the nucleus, the success of a family in society and in, and in the community or community and in the church, I should say, is based on the strength of the couple, the mother and father, or the husband and wife. Mm-hmm. And that strength is, is based on their individual connection with God. With God. Yeah. Um, and um, this is the end of the chapter, but um, I think that there's there's a lot that we've talked about in these first five chapters, I think it is, or six chapters. No, this is chapter five. I think it's five. Um, and so we're going to go back and look at some of these things in the next couple days um and dive a little deeper and dive into deeper it. because there's a lot that we've somewhat just kind of glossed over yeah. just because of of a matter of time but we want to we for our for our own sake mm-hmm. we need to understand this um and and get a better grasp of everything um you know and, and like you said um i thought it was kind of interesting that you said you aren't ashamed because it, it, in my heart, it feels like something I'm supposed to be ashamed of. Well, I mean, the Just thing like is... Just like in society, Right, whenever you make and a promise I'm, and you end up breaking that yeah. promise, society tells you, oh, you're a bad person yeah. because you broke your promise. But yet, God says, forget society. Yeah. God says, yeah. if you have made a promise contrary to my scripture, break it. And break it fast. Yeah. Because at the end of there, 
the end of that whole thing that we've just finished reading of this chapter, a sincere Christian will make no plans that God cannot approve approve. of. Yeah. And I added the of there, but um, we, we can't make a choice in a job. We can't make a choice in the purchase of a house and a vehicle and let alone the per- the the choice of a the life companion. you spend the rest of your life with. Right, yeah. without the approval of God. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think that uh, that over everything that we've talked about, that is key. Not just in finding a prospective spouse, but in everything that we do, we cannot do anything without God's approval. Absolutely. Let's pray. Okay. Father in heaven, I just want to thank you so much for Rachel, for bringing her into my life, and the fact that we can read your word and learn about you and grow stronger and closer to you and therefore to each other. I ask that you guide and direct us and everybody that's listening we ask that you guide and direct them. Maybe they're taking a path that they think they may not, that you, you, that you aren't guiding them. Give them the strength to turn back and give them the strength to know, and the wisdom, I should say, to know what path it is that you want them to walk. We thank you for guiding us and directing us. Thank you for everything you do for us. Give us the strength, wisdom, and energy that we need for today. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.